Blog Talk Radio. Alright, time for me to shut up and start the show. <laughs> they heard you. I'm unmuted. Whoa. Act 2.6 on Strong Style Media. Yeah. Just listen. Oh. It makes me want to throw some spears, son. I think that's Man. what I want to do. Start chucking I, some spears at some colonizers. Whoa. Sorry. 2018, man. Welcome. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God. It's, this had me swagger. And then I saw Black Panther, and I love how they were swaggering when this song came on. Yeah. Um, I currently got somebody on the phone. Camila, is there anything you want to say to the people before I uh, end this phone call? Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That's it? Go Go see Black Panther? Nothing? Oh, yeah, I want to see Black Panther. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. I thought she was going to say something cool, but apparently not. My bad. <laughs> you put her on the spot, man. I did. Just like I Black, really did. Just like, <laughs> just like Black Panther put all of America on the spot. Welcome again to the yeah. Pop Cultures. Uh, it is myself, the always wonderful Alex Mello, uh, alongside with the trustee, Producer extraordinaire, half pint Kyle Adams. If you could tone it down a little bit, sir. Even though it's tight. That's tight. How's it going, Kyle? Good. It is. It's Um, great. uh, There's a reason why I featured Camila for like 0.5 seconds. Uh, Just just wanted to shout her out. Because because, of her hit um, song, Havana? Maybe. But because of her... Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> she says I'm gonna get you for that. Okay. Um, I without her, I wouldn't be able to go see Black Panther yesterday. Um, as you know, I was having car issues. Of course. Um, what happens when you you drive POSs? Uh, but she came by and, and jumped a homie and was like, "I got you, cuck up." Awesome. And yeah, I was able to go see Black Panther. Thank and, you, uh, thank you, Camila. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited you saw there's there's a lot to talk about as I'm sure you are aware of this will be a Black Panther-esque type of uh, of a show here which I mean mm-hmm. because it, it, it's that damn good but also we're going to break down our top 10 Marvel films since we have both seen Black Panther I'm excited to hear Kyle's list 
Um, unfortunately, I had to say goodbye to one of my movies, but but I'm I'm not too angry just due to the fact that this was pretty damn good here. Um, did you know? No, I'm not even gonna. Say, I, the funny thing is with Black Panther, there technically was a a a kind of a a network a connection, if you will, to the Black Panther group. If you think about it. Kinda. I mean, I get where they're going from that aspect. No, I'm. I'm not just saying. No, I'm saying like actor-wise. So I'll, I'll break it down. Mm, okay. The awesome, you know, uh, Dan, God, what what is her name? I'm gonna get it here in a second here. Um, the uh, uh, Danny Guerrero, Guerrero. Sorry, I, I always mess up her name. Michonne from The Walking Dead. She's a badass warrior in this uh, movie, Okoye. And uh, she plays Afeni uh, Shakur in All Eyes on Me as well. Who, that of course, true. has ties to the Black Panther group, which that respect. That's true. Um, very, very, very good movie. Unfortunately, no no Bobby Seale, no Huey Newton in this. But they would sure damn be proud with this film. But, uh, and they or Oakland. Oh, so man. West Coast well, started yeah. out there. Hey, exactly. And again, another connection, Mr. Kendrick Lamar, yeah. who uh, personally did the uh, soundtrack, which we will get into a little later on, um, yeah. as well as uh, box. I mean, there was a beatdown this week, not only <laughs> with the four day weekend, hell, even even throwing Thursday evening shows, um, mm. but also it, it, it kind of bitch slapped uh, one of my favorite movies from a galaxy far, far away. Um, as well. So very excited to talk about uh, a little bit of numbers there. Also an interview with uh, YouTube sensation. Also fantastic rhyme sayer, Brandon Scott. Kyle yeah. will be uh, kicking it uh, along with uh, Mr. Scott there, as well as um, kind of get his take on, on Black Panther as well. Some upcoming movies. I'm very excited to talk about this weekend um, as well as uh, we'll break it, break down some musical mantra, We'll talk some shiz. I'll talk a uh, a few movies I've seen. Kyle will talk about some shows he's seen. But mm. as always, Kyle, how are you, sir? How's your week been? Uh, busy, busy. Um, as Elijah and them like to call me, Jamaican Kyle is back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with multiple jobs. Um, I start Cub on Friday. Uh, and working, working, working. So. Work, work, work. You're a regular Rihanna song, you are, sir. Um, <laughs> any, any, I'm, I'm happy you got to to enjoy, um, again, shout out to Camila. Glad you got to enjoy the big pop culture aspect of this past week. Um, anything else that you kind of touched on or, or, or kind of grazed anything, you know, newsworthy that you can kind of think? Not really. Uh, I mean, the Peter Rabbit controversy I thought was pretty damn ridiculous. Um, oh, we're gonna get into that. <laughs> yeah, I I thought that was the goofiest thing ever. I'm like, wow, people are just ultra sensitive. Um, other than that, none that I could think of. Uh, I mean, I've been listening to albums. Um, like but other LPs, than that, nothing. like vinyl, <laughs> almost um, EPs. True, uh, two chains, nice. Um, two chains and a couple Dose. of others. Those um, chains has an EP out. What's it called? Yeah. Uh, ooh, why did I forget it that quickly? Dang. 
It looks like Beetlejuice on the cover. Why did I forget what? it? Quickly? The Howard Stone, Stern Beetlejuice oh. or like just, Beetlejuice whoa. Michael Keaton? Uh, no, just the outfit. My bad. See, I'm, okay. I'm cool. <laughs> Dang. I even forgot so it. That guy, I, I wonder if he's even still alive. Probably not. If, if God, that's not funny. If, 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 if God took away Big Baby Jesus, Osiris himself, Old Dirty Bastard, then he, he has to take Beetlejuice. I'm sorry. He should, man. Like, I'm even mad he even got a cameo on, on Scary Movie 2. God, that movie was garbage. I liked it. No, it was, no, it was pretty was bad. Pissed. Like, I, I watched it I now. Pissed. I watched it recently, and I'm like, this is really bad now. Um, same with Street My Fighter. Turn. I saw Street Fighter, and I'm like, good God, we actually liked this back then? Who the hell liked that movie? <laughs> we did as as kids? Nope, I did not. And I was a, oh. I was a kid. I thought Zangief was pretty funny, but... Other than that, like, there's a moment where, like, I think it was Blanca got, like, no, E. Honda tackled somebody, like, onto the ground. And as they were going Mm -hmm. through the ground, you saw this, like, piece of paper where they went through. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the the, um, ground was, like, actual floor tile. And you just saw this paper mache of where they went through. And it's like, they didn't bother to edit that or put any special effects or anything. (laughs) Sounds about Street Fighter like Jesus Lord. Um, so as we got a lot to talk about on tonight's show, I think we're gonna cut cut to some uh, some commercials. Uh, maybe you'll hear me. Maybe I'll have music for the ad. I don't. I don't know. But um, uh, we'll be right back. We're gonna get into some <laughs> box office beatdown. We're gonna we're gonna uh, also talk to uh, Mr. Brandon Scott as well. And then it's gonna be like ninety minutes probably. As as Kyle wrote in the description, a drawn out talk because you know it's it's Wednesday night. It is me on the radio. It's the pop <laughs> but culture. I mean, there's so <laughs> much to talk about with Black Panther, like the the event leading up to it, what happened during, like and after, like the good and the bad. But there's there's yeah. been a lot of stupid shit that's been going on with with Black Panther. I mean. We'll, we'll talk about it. Give me a number, Alex. One, two, or three. I'm going to go two. Boom. Your late night hip-hop and R&B podcast, Soda Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Halffine Adams. Every Thursday night, right here on the Strong Style Media Network, catch up on your latest on hip-hop and R&B, and hear Minnesota talent at 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you deal. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like time. See, my life is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license. Victim, I believe don't have religion. Just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with it. But I take a breath. Regain my power. Check my feet when I'm walking. I seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sort of clear the air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man, because it's how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real. Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to Soda Sound at strongstylemedia.com. Enut. Enut.
This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. 50, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted to I, it. I know, but I'm, I'm, I'm 48, but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. But I have so much energy. Like, I actually, I, I'm, I'm, and I took an Alpha Brain, I never do. I, I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang, bang. Oh, my Hey, I'm Dr. Asking. What's up? He's been distraught ever since his friend smoked him last week in fantasy football. Now he's grabbed this post and he won't respond. He's got Luzonic plays. What is... He's a loser. He's not a loser. Okay, he's a loser. What can he do? With DraftKings, he could have easily challenged his friend to a rematch. Okay, I can't... What are you... I can't see that. You need glasses. I'm also an optometrist. At DraftKings, you can play free private contests whenever you want. Strong Style Media presents Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all, with your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, chef, survivor, and even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles in track and field. All right, maybe not that one, but from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio. Now that guy is hyped, man. He was Missed just that guy. sucking dudes. Shout out to uh, All Star. Re- what, what what was it? All Star Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All Star Wrestling. Wow, or Midwest. That's Midwest All Star Wrestling. Midwest All Star. Thank you. I I, I called it like nineteen different things, but that that was an awesome Mom. show. Uh, we we loved it. Uh, we we checked out. Uh, Midwest All-Star Wrestling this past Friday at the beautiful Parkway Theater out in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Did a little radio, yes. talked to some wrestlers, saw some fine wrestling, saw vignettes, saw a run-in, saw everything and anything. Satanists, I think. Uh, saw I, factions. Like, it, it, was, it was a fun show. I, I totally enjoyed, enjoyed myself. I wanted to ask you, um, I miss Monday's show. But and, and it was kind of going off uh, board here. But um, did did that change your perception on independent wrestling or local wrestling? Did it for me? Yes. Did yes, it? it did. Cause I, I because I remember going into the show, you're like, nah, I don't really care too much for local or independent wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, after the show, you, you you changed your mind on it, huh? I, I did, and and like I was explaining to Ryan on on Friday night, it's it's usually because it's the audience, you know. They're like, "Hey, I paid five, ten, fifteen dollars. I'm just going to be ignorant," and you know, which you know, we were going to ham, but in yeah. a respectful way, in a markish wrestling way. My thing is is when it's just dead quiet and these guys are busting their ass. Like that's the one thing that really pisses me off. And, and I, it gets awkward for me. It really does. Mm-hmm. It's like same mm-hmm. thing when I see local musicians, like if no one's into it and plus, you know, on the artist side, whether it's musicians, wrestling, what have you, 
and and you're not very good, I'm going to lose interest. If that of makes course. sense. Yeah, and it goes with anything. And you know, it's like the first I don't know eight months that we did this. I was like, how are we doing this? I am horrible. I mean, I'm still, but I'm 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 I'm, I'm better. I've improved thanks to the tutelage of you and Jordan Jiskra taking my sportscast radio spot. But um. <laughs> <laughs> did you just Dave Chappelle him? I did. <laughs> Trying to be all key and peel, but he knows he's my doppelganger. He's he's the guy where I'm like, really, you're stealing all my bits. But I'm like, oh no, we're the, literally the exact same person. Why you think me, me and Jordan are cool? Because we're assholes. That's just how oh, it works. Nice but... easy line. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of assholes. Um, box office beatdown. I mean, if you could, if you want to say the new king of Wakanda is, uh, but he's not because this was just a, a movie that's been brewing with excitement from from the atmosphere for I don't know since they released tickets. It was breaking pre-sale records. You know, when when tickets were were released, all my you know uh, people back in in Chicago. I remember seeing Facebook posts like weeks ago saying, "I'm taking my kids out of school." so we can go see Black Panther as a family. I thought that was amazing. It's something, you know, I think that that should have been done. I love the theaters that were, you know, being sold out and, and also, you know, people renting or buying out theaters, you know, the, to show uh, the the movie to, you know, different areas there. But first yeah. things first, I know Kyle brought up uh, a little Peter Rabbit controversy. Uh, we'll, we'll break into that a little bit before we get into the rest of the beatdown. Oh, see, man, I'm not on it. I, <laughs> I'm totally not on it. That was so good. Dang it. I, see, oh. That was good as hell. My bad. <laughs> this is the moment fans around the world have been waiting for. It's time. Yeah, baby. Welcome to the box office beatdown. I know I was supposed to play a clip in there. My bad. I'm, I'm not on it. Suck it. Totally not on it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Do we, do we have the clip or no? No. no. So basically, the clip, as, as, you know, this was, you know, we we're supposed to talk about this last week, but again, the technical difficulties. Also, shout out to, uh, Mr. Rowan Toner and and uh, his wonderful band Canaan Colors. Uh, we will promise to get them back on uh, to to do an awesome interview uh, within the next couple of shows here before their next uh, big concert within the uh, the next couple of months here. Uh, but we will definitely shout out to uh, the boys over at Canaan Colors. But the controversy essentially is uh, basically uh, it involves of food allergies. So there's a scene mm-hmm. in the commercial. Where, you know, they're throwing, I, I believe it's like blackberries and, you know, he's trying to reach for a Zeppi pen. He could barely, you know, kind of get to it. And the rabbit is laughing, you know, he's an asshole, you know, and, and this guy, you know, could possibly die from this from, you know, can't get the EpiPen down. So, mm-hmm. you know, harmless joke 10 years ago, 
hell, maybe even five years ago. Um, but essentially, you know, it's it, it caused a lot of um, <clears throat> well, I Booze. guess controversy. You know, just due to the fact moves. that you know uh, there's more food allergies now than there ever were. You know, again within the last you know ten, fifteen years. Um, which I don't know if that's just because it's easier to, to, to spot now and, and to treat, but you know, again, this has been, you know, happening since, since the dawn of time, but anyways, parents were angry. They're trying to, you know, protest the film, you know, have it not, you know, play what have you. Um, and, and again, it's probably just a little throwaway gag. It's, it's supposed to be a joke. It's an Alvin and the chipmunks bit, if you will. Uh, yeah. For me, I don't have a problem with that, but I've heard instances in schools where kids have done that to other kids, and now that's just shitty, and that should be, you know, not put on the parents per se, because kids are, as we know, entirely different creatures than what they are at home as they are mm-hmm. in school. Um, but, you know, with me, I was just like, okay, it's a harmless movie. This could be a, a teaching tool. And who knows? Maybe in the scene after that wasn't shown in the trailer, maybe they discussed the importance of not doing that. Now, Kyle, what are your thoughts on, on this since, you know, you, you have to watch kind of what you intake as well? <laughs> That's a good one. I don't find no foul in it. Uh, Ryan plays, where is it? Ryan plays this clip all the time. Um, it's right here. Mama, may I have cookie? No, diabito. Roll back to kitchen. Oh. <laughs> so am I going to bitch and cry about that and say, hey, Ryan, uh, we should remove your show off the network because uh, diabetic people don't find that funny. When there's a million other different types of people out there, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, from my point of view, it don't matter. It don't matter. Um, and yeah. I just think that people need to, to buck up and, and not be so sensitive. Because then there's going to be no TV. There's going to be no movies. There's going to be nothing because you can't do anything because people are just going to complain about it. I I I agree. And, and, I mean, everything has been, you know... The, the big, you know, argument or even the big, you know, uh, turnaround for that is, you know, everything so PC, politically correct, which I, I think, you know, you have to be in some ways because society has adapted, society, society has changed. Um, huh? But I don't think you need to try to protest or stop a movie from being released due to, you know, maybe a two-minute gag. Again, it could be utilized as a teaching tool. And in schools, I know that they do go over that with their students, you know, if they see or know anyone with a food allergy to not put that food in their way. And if a kid does that and is told not to do that and continually does that, then that's on them and their parents should be slapped. And there you have a potential uh, serial killer on your hands. (laughs) That is is correct. You are correct, sir. But uh, unfortunately, though, it it did not stop uh, Peter Rabbit since it did open at the number two spot last week. 
Uh, yeah. Sorry, Luda. But coming in at number five, this past President's Weekend, the 1517 to Paris, the Clint Eastwood-directed True Life uh, movie about a few soldiers who were in Paris who stops a uh, pretty much a terrorist attack on a train, um, utilizing the real-life heroes for this. Now, the uh, response, critical response, not that good. Um, I know we talked about this a few weeks ago um, before it was released. Uh, you know, it's a nice experiment. It's something new. It's something different. Uh, still finding, you know, an audience, but not what Clint Eastwood is kind of used to, to grossing. Uh, 7.6 million in its second week, 25.4 in, in two weeks of release there. Um, again, this for me is like a FX Sunday afternoon, like, oh, nothing else is on. You know, I'll, I'll check this out. Nothing for me to, you know, kind of jump towards the theater, if you will. Um, same thing with American Sniper. I, I, it just, you know, I get it. Jumanji, uh, Welcome to the Jungle, uh, the sequel, which will spawn Hanging another strong. sequel in a few years. Uh, $7.9 million. Uh, still kicking it, though. $377.6 million domestically, Kyle. Um I can't wait. The Rock has two movies coming out within like a two to three month span, I believe. Um, what is that and guy then again, working for? What's that? What is he working for? I don't understand. Like, why he's taking all these projects and bids? Like, for what? Does he owe money? Is he like uh, <laughs> Nicolas Cage? No, because he made that. No, no. I'm, I'm we well, make sure good he's... movies. He's not yeah, Nicolas he, Cage. He makes good movies. Hey, Nicolas Cage, used, hey, Nicolas Cage won an Academy Award, for God's sake. Gone in 60 Seconds? Like, or, the movie uh, was not, not Gone in 60 Seconds, my bad. Wait, is that is that it, where he just takes a bunch of cars? That's yeah. like his best film. Like, if it, like that's, that's name association. If you say Nicolas Cage, they think of that movie. And no, no. I they, promise Con you. Air, man. The Rock. Mm. That's what they think of. No, Hell, I think I, of Moonstruck, the Cher movie from 1988, where Cher won an Academy Award because she was playing off of Nicolas Cage. You're, but you're again, a I'm, I'm a rare breed. <laughs> you're a professional because this is what you do. But I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if if we were to just call up any random number and be like, hey, tell me the first movie that comes to mind on Nicolas Cage, and they would tell you Gone in 60 Seconds. Man, I think it possibly that or the whack ass movie or movies that is National Treasure. I, I still say, remember seeing the ass. trailer for the first movie and I laughed out loud in the theater. I've seen like Resident <laughs> Evil 2 for some reason. <laughs> I um, never and I laughed I, when he's like, We have to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> and I'm like, What? That's the most ludicrous thing I've ever freaking heard. And I, I almost walked know. out. I almost walked out. <laughs> don't, I don't know what movie it is, but he starts out with some glasses, right? Yep. He takes some glasses, then he takes the decoration, and then from there, I, I don't... I think I've seen it. I think I've seen the movie, but I don't... It doesn't, nothing stands out to me, besides the glasses, because those are cool, but... <laughs> and he's a Coppola, which is even more amazing. So he's related to Francis Ford Coppola, Sophia... Uh, Coppola, Jason Schwartzman, Roman Coppola. So it's a pretty cool acting family there. Uh, yep, Talia Shiver um, is his aunt, who of course is uh, Jason Schwartzman's uh, mother. But Jumanji, $900 million worldwide. Kyle, this movie was made for only $90 million. What the hell are they going to do with the second, with 
with the third one in this franchise? Do you go virtual reality? Where's the next step besides video games? Ooh, um, good question. Uh, I mean, besides figurines, maybe. Um, <laughs> and your, your normal kid Magic stuff? cards, Pokemon <laughs> going. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Jumanji the card game. Um, <laughs> I don't. I mean, that's that's the only thing I could think of is cartoon, TV Ooh. series. Damn, that's possible. TV series that'll be interesting. Maybe they do like a streaming format, if you will. I don't know, but they got. We will. We will know in in. Uh, Pretty much about like 17 months. So I uh, can't wait for that one. No, this won't break it. Never mind. I was going to say, could this reach a billion? It'll get damn close. But but kudos. To, uh, God, that movie is just so much fun. Coming in at number three, a movie apparently not so much fun. Uh, Hell no. The third and final uh, in the Fifty Shades uh, trilogy, if you will. Fifty God. Shades Freed. Uh, 60.9 hate that. Dropping the, the title. Yeah. I hate I hate the word freed. Why is that? I don't know. It just it takes me back to to slavery stuff, and so you're freed. Or well, you're, I mean I they know, are shackled. Like... <laughs> it just. I mean, God, so technically I, you're you're right. I mean, I, I don't. She is a like a, uh, a slave to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> is this a biography about R. Kelly? Oh, I hope not. I hope there's no water sports involved, but who knows? I've, I I've only seen still it. Has it. Oh, Ew. my God. No, 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 no. This, if you listen to WrestleCast, I wonder if he has it. Please tell me he didn't delete it. But go on. I'm finna oh, play something. Uh, we're finna lead to something uh, tight if it's on here. Third one dropping quite a bit uh, from the uh, the second week. Uh, only has a 10-day domestic... Domestic total of seventy-six million dollars, mm-hmm. but worldwide two hundred and seventy million. So again, they they definitely have made their money from this trilogy. Uh, huh? Nothing of the first one, but they realized that was shite. Uh, coming out of number two, uh, <laughs> food allergy uh, awareness. Uh, Peter Rabbit staying in second place, only dropping thirty-one percent from the opening weekend. So that's uh, doing pretty good business. 17.2 million with a 10 day domestic total of about 50 million. So matching its production costs. So anything I would say uh, will be uh, gangbusters, money makers. And that it, I don't even think it's done international yet. So, so this will be good. This will be big on home video. I'm sure we'll see sequels, if not straight to streaming. Uh, number one, though, I mean, <laughs> let's be real. Why are we. Uh, why I'm excited to love movies. Um, Black Panther coming in at number one. People were projecting Kyle before the weekend. 160, 180 million possibly. Uh, but Thursday it had the biggest, uh, I want to say it was like the second biggest opening with about 25 million. Um, the three day weekend though, it's, it's hit uh, 201 million dollars with a four yep. day Edging out uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi with 242 plus uh, in the million dollar range, of course, and a, mm-hmm. over 427 million worldwide in the uh, in the four days, if you will. That is amazing. That is awesome. Hell, even Ryan Coogler 
penned a heartfelt thank you, um, you know, in uh, I believe it was Variety, uh, which which is awesome. I, I can't wait to talk about this. Um, this movie sold out everywhere. I was in, in the cities this past week and I tried uh, getting with Kyle, but it, it definitely did not work out. Uh, no. I caught it into a theater, which I'll tell, I'll, I'll get into my experience. Because I think for a movie, it's all about the theater experience, Mm -hmm. Um, which I will get into mine and where I was at where I saw it. So I'll be interested because Oakdale and St. Michael are two totally different worlds uh, if you if you catch my drift there. Um, But, yeah, this movie easily, I think, will will break the B, uh, the billion dollar uh, network there. So cannot wait to uh, chat with this. I agree. Um, I just messaged him, so I think he's going to call in here soon. Um, My experience wasn't so – I mean, it it wasn't poor, (laughs) but I just didn't get the the opening weekend experience, Um, which – It wasn't sold out when you went on a five-hour mean, Yeah, it was. It was. I ended up getting a, a 920 show. And um, took myself because it was just single Treat seats. Yourself. Gee, it's the only way you can nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love going to. I mean, as as much as I love seeing movies with people, because I love talking about them. You know, I, I huh. like dissecting them. Uh, but man, there's there's nothing like it going going. You know, and then thinking about it. I usually I will either go to a cigar shop or a coffee shop or maybe a, a, a nice bar, get a get a good old fashioned or gin and tonic and kind of reflect on what I saw. Um, and usually I'll see movies like back to back days or, you know, uh, you know, out of a, a couple of days after I saw it. But I wanted to let this marinate. I'm, I'm definitely going to check this out on Friday. Um, but just in case, Kyle, do you have that next clip by chance? <laughs> I just read your text, um, but he is on the line, so uh, oh, we're going to go ahead and cut to an interview. Well, I'm going to teach you how to make lasagna. I'm going to teach you how to make lasagna. I'm going to teach you how to make lasagna. I'm going to teach you how to make lasagna. I'm going to teach you how to make lasagna. I'm going to teach you how to make lasagna. I'm going to teach you how to make lasagna. I'm going to teach you how to make lasagna. Take a pot and then you pour some water. Take some salt and then you pour some water. Twelve noodles right around the corner. And no, I can't forget to mention eight minutes to without dinner. Actually, it's like six minutes. So what the... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Scott is on the line. Kyle, Alex, how's it going, man? How's it going? Good, good. How hello, are you? Hello. How am I? I'm great. I can't yeah. complain. I can't complain. It's good. It's good. Um, I had to. I really wanted to play the like opening, opening, but the the ground beef part. I was like, hmm. <laughs> mm. Um, <laughs> but. Um, you are being broadcasted to the globe for we got people in Russia and, and uh, uh, even Taiwan, all types of crazy places. You came <laughs> I don't know if we want to like shout out Russia right now. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Russia. Shout out <laughs> to Vlad. <laughs> It's one of our that lasagna recipe, yo. <laughs> oh, snap. Uh, please introduce yourself, though. Let everybody know who you are and what it is you do. Everybody, I am Brandon Scott. I am a YouTuber. Uh, I'm not a serious YouTuber yet, 
but I am making hot tracks. I am uh, making comedy rap music videos, and I released them. And somehow this lasagna video just blew up, and I'm still trying to process this entire thing. This thing twice. is out there. Twice. It blew up twice. Twice. Um, I've seen it once, uh, probably when it first came out. Uh, it went viral, and then uh, it went viral just recently. And I was like, well, let me reach out to this guy. And you're humble enough, and, and thank you for doing it. Uh, you got 26,000 followers on Facebook and about 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um yeah, man, I'm speechless. That is that is wild. Like a yeah. year ago, that I was just someone told me to put like something on YouTube. I started off making, uh, I think it was the Sogon Challenge. Remember when the Sogon Challenge came out? Yep, that was your and everybody video. was spit. Yeah, everybody was spitting bars on the Sogon Challenge. I was like, I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> then I wait like uh like three months or four months until like the whole thing was over. I was like, okay, now it's time to do it. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was just thinking about, I was listening to the beat. I was like, man, what can I talk about here? And this is before I even thought about, like, fusing music with comedy. So uh-huh. I was just thinking about, like, it would be so awesome. Because, like, everybody, I, like, I noticed a lot of people coming from different angles. Uh, it was really, like, people were talking about relationships. One dude was, like, really ultra pissed. And he was talking about, like, I hope you die. And I hope it's the same thing. I said, well, let me come from another angle. I was just thinking about it, and I was like, what if I was outside of this girl's window talking about love, you know? And what if I was just, like, real creepy, real stalkerish? And I was like, man, I think I could do that. I can make it funny, though, because, you know, you're serious. You're like, well, Brandon, calm down, calm down. You need some help. <laughs> and I, uh, the, the original scene I saw in my head was, like, outside in the dark, and I had, like, this flashlight, and I was looking out in the window at some girl's house. I was like, I need to shoot a video of this. It would be awesome to shoot it, but I mean, I can't do this. I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, who, what girl am I going to find? How am I going to shoot it outside? So I was like, let me change this up and let me shoot it in my house. And I was like, when I got the idea of subtitles, and I just put that video out there, and I shared it with all my friends, and they loved it. I was like, woo, yeah. I might be on to something right now. And, yeah. and from there, you know, I just kept releasing, like, putting more production value in each one of these videos and, you know, bringing my bars up to a little, you know, a, a whole new level each time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. This lasagna track, man, is just like that whole progression, and it's it's just wild. It is wild. Um, <clears throat> you also uh, did another video uh, with uh, Fat Persona, P H A T. Yeah. Um, tell us more yeah, about so that we, character. Well, the the fat character uh, came out. I wanted to have a response to the. I made a fried chicken video. If you've seen that one, um, I did. Yeah. So that's. That fried chicken video, um, when I released that, you know, people loved it. I mean, all all my friends loved it. But it, it mm-hmm. didn't go out any further than that. And I started thinking, like, how can I get this out to a lot more people than just my friends? Like, how can this, like, spread out? And I started to notice Facebook pages. You know, normally I just use Facebook and I don't even look at the videos. that I don't see where the videos are coming from. But I started to realize that there are actual Facebook pages. And there are uh-huh. like thousands of people following these pages. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I send a DM, slide a DM of my video over to these people, and they just, if they want to share it, they share it. So I just, I went from person to person to person. I even paid people to share my video. Like, I remember paying some dude in Australia like $50 to share my hmm. video, and he put it up there. 
for I, I think he she put it up there for like thirty minutes and took it off. I was like, bro, I'm never paying nobody ever again. And that whole process, um, I finally found Unilad, uh, Unilad Sound, and they had like a like a million followers, and they finally took the video and they re-uploaded it to their page, and it just went viral. And I got like two million views off that one. I was like, mm-hmm. bro, like that. I was I was just so excited running around the house like this is ridiculous, and mm-hmm. it that blew up like four months at I think four months after I released it, and I wanted to do it again. And I that fat video was just like the next level of me of that of the fried chicken video. I was like, man, I I, I had this beat and I was listening to the beat and I was like, God bless America, we all overweight, and it just like over time. The, the progression, I was like, man, I wonder if I was I was thinking about talking about being fat. But I was like, man, that's kind of disrespectful if I'm talking about being fat and I'm not like, you know, I'm not like overweight. And I started talking to people about this. Like, yeah, that'd be downright disrespectful. I was like, what if I hmm. get a fat suit? What if I not a professor this? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I went through the process of getting that suit. That suit is hot, man. Uh, I, I put that suit on. <laughs> And I almost died shooting every scene of it. I had to take the suit off. It was just, it's like, imagine just wrapping up in just like a big pillow-type blanket and all that heat, that funk, that sweat is just <laughs> just in one place. And it, right. it, it, was, it was crazy, but, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. I am fat, so <laughs> I can imagine how that, how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> so when I released that video, I was the primary thing I was worried about. I was like, "Who's go come at me? Who's coming at me?" But it was we just, o- it like overwhelmingly positive. That was one of what my I one of my questions was was there hate mail? But um, I, I was just saying like me me and Alex just had this conversation. Uh, we was talking about uh, the Peter Rabbit joint. Yeah, and how DC world right? Yeah, well, uh, no, like how um, yeah, 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 PC world basically. Um, and uh. I was like, it, it don't matter, you know, like I'm diabetic and I'm overweight and people like make fun of that, but I, yeah. <laughs> it don't bother me none. You know, I, yeah. sometimes I laugh at it. I, I don't get upset because it doesn't like words is only as much meaning as you give it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like is, is there, was there hate mail? No, surprisingly, I still don't understand where the haters are. I'm looking for the haters. It's, I would say the most hate I got is from the lasagna video, and it okay. was primarily from people who are Italian. And they came and they just put in all of the hatred they they could. Like, who damn, who is this son of a? You know, they just just put in all the wow. hatred in there. Okay. Oh, um, uh, so the idea was for this lasagna video. Um, I went. I used to. There was this recipe I always used to make lasagna. I think it was on allrecipes.com. And uh-huh. I would use this recipe over and over again. I was like, man, I think I, I could rap about this. What if I made a rap music video about lasagna? And, like, I actually rapped all the entire recipe. So this idea came to me, and I was like, man, I got to shoot this. I got to do this. And I guess what people are really mad at, what, what doesn't – I don't take offense to it because it's not my <laughs> recipe. I got this mm-hmm. recipe from online, and I just wrapped it. Don't kill the messenger. But yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much the the strongest hate I've received is from people who claim that I put too much sugar in that lasagna. And you know, it's funny. Um, 
I when I cook it, I don't actually put the sugar in it. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't actually put the sugar in the lasagna. <laughs> I, I don't know. I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No cool wonder way. you pissed off the Italians, dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You put sugar in the sauce. You put sugar in the sauce. <laughs> you don't know. Oh, what's my sugar? What is this mad man? Yeah, you put sugar in the sauce like that. Like they, they, they was getting ready to. Man, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. They were upset. <laughs> I think also like um, I say the the. The biggest group of haters I've got was mm-hmm. from Little John's reposting of this. So what blew my mind was that Little John shared this. I was like, I, I remember the exact time. Uh, I remember where I was, and I saw a notification. Little John shares your post. I was like, what? Like, who? <laughs> Little John shares your post. What? And I started to check his page because I didn't believe it. Maybe it was somebody else. You know, it was, you know, it people coming over fake profiles. And I checked this out. And it's a verified little John. And he put, like, when he shared, he was like, my fave video right now. And he just had a whole bunch of laughing emotions. Like, oh, my God. Crunk juice. That's cool. What they going to do? He shared my video just now. And that just blew my mind. But the fans, his whoever was commenting on that video is just straight toxic. Radioactive toxic, man. That's <laughs> they was like, why would you ever put sugar in a lasagna? I think it was primarily black women, but I ain't going to say anything beyond that. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, um, I ain't going to say nothing beyond that. <laughs> so I'm going to quote you, and you said that you made that recipe a handful of times, right? Yeah. What the hell happened in the video? Oh, why did my it look God. that way in the video? Oh, what? my God. <laughs> why Yo, the hell when I was filming that. that. When I was filming that, um, and it got to the part where it was, like, done, and I looked at that, I was like, this looks like hot garbage. And I was, I was like, so sad. Dude. I was like, man, I made this whole video, and this came out looking like just cheesy diarrhea. And I, I, I took a break. I took a break right, so I was like, this video ain't going to work. But then I realized this whole thing is comedy. So the fact that it came out bad <laughs> is just another punchline. But that was true. funny. Ah, look at the comment section. You, people still want it. They still, oh, this is so good. I was like, what's wrong with you? This looks disgusting. I want to eat this with your mouth. <laughs> I so, dang, that's that's crazy. You made it. Why why didn't you follow like the chefs, man, and like make your own perfection, right? True. True. That's what you showcase, and then. You know what I'm saying? You uh, you make the music video to the the hot garbage, I guess. True. Yeah, it's like people. What's funny is that people actually follow the recipe and send me uh, like pictures <laughs> of them follow the recipe. That's cool. And they hot gar- cool. their hot garbage look way better than mine. I was like, well, you know, I I messed it up, but at least people learn from that. Um, so it's funny because the recipe doesn't say to top it off with cheese. If I would have topped that thing off with cheese, it would have looked a lot better. Yeah, that's true. You should have just done it. You should have just done it. And yeah, add an extra bar. Was done. The song was <laughs> done. I was <laughs> spent too long. I was like, bro, we we dropping oh. it. It's being dropped. <laughs> I don't care. So how long did that video take to make? Um, so it, in order for me to shoot it, um, I usually want to shoot it by myself, but I needed someone to hold the camera. I need somebody to like 
to to move the camera, that hand movement to rock to the beat. And I just couldn't yeah. do that by myself with a camera stand. So, mm-hmm. but I just moved to Maryland, and I don't really, I don't, I don't really know people who can shoot for me, especially people with rhythm. Um, uh-huh. So, someone from work suggested that I post it on Craigslist. I was like, Craigslist? I've never used Craigslist before. Only time I heard of Craigslist was a Craigslist killer, the guy going around just killing people. And <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to do it. And he was mm-hmm. like, man, just try it out. I use Craigslist for everything. I said, okay. But I wasn't going to pay anybody. So I was like, I wonder who will respond if I tell them my previous success. Like, I, I, yeah, I've I got this fried chicken video that has millions of views. Um, help me out for free, and I'll put your name out there. You know, you know this is a come up for you. Um, I can't uh-huh. pay you anything, but I can pay for your trip here. I can pay for food, and then you going back. And I got a I got a response from somebody named Karen, and she said she was willing to help me. She was down for it. And I was like, what? Someone actually responded to this? So hmm. I began to tell Karen, you know, the the plan on you know how we how I wanted to shoot it, and she was down for it. She showed up uh, on a Sunday night. She was supposed to come <laughs> a little early. If she listened, is well, she was supposed to come a little earlier, but she showed up at like seven. And CP this, time. We were sh- yes, CP time. Okay. She okay. showed up at Wakanda time. Um, <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and she showed up, and we started. I started explaining it, and she we started shooting it. And I think it was from seven all the way to like two or three in the morning. We just hammered that whole thing out. And so it was pretty much like less than a day. We shot that whole thing, and I spent like the whole week editing it. My goal was to drop it on Thanksgiving. You know, someone was like a mouthful of food, and they're not, you know, they're not working. They're just sitting there. What are they going to be on? On the phone, scrolling through, and then they can see my stuff. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to drop it for Thanksgiving to get the maximum uh, level exposure for November. And... I did that. I dropped it, and uh, I linked up all my friends in it. I was like, this Thanksgiving, if you don't have lasagna in your recipe, you're tripping. Don't worry. I got you. And I put that out there, and then people started responding to it. I was like, yeah, this is – I thought it was trash when I, when I released it, especially how that lasagna looked. But I put it out there, and people had positive responses to it, and uh, they started sharing it. I was like, yeah, that's, that's good, and it, it died down. I was like, that's – you know, I did I did a good job. I did a good job. Yep. And then the yep. next week, it started picking up. Like, I can see from my page who's sharing my stuff. Yep. And it went from person sharing it every hour to every minute. And every it, it got to a point where it was, it was sharing it so many times. It was like my notifications went from, like, 99 and just stopped notifying me. That's how it <laughs> like when, when you get... I figure out when Facebook has, like, that many notifications, they just stop notifying you about it. So now I'm looking at my comment section, and I notice that I can't keep up with what people are Mm -hmm. posting in the comments. Like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. And then little John shared it, and it just blew up from there, and it went to 1 million, 2 million. I was was ecstatic for, like, a couple of months. Like, I didn't want to make anything. I was just sitting there looking at Facebook the whole time, just seeing what people thought about it. But it's, it's ridiculous. Um, at what point does a YouTuber become monetized? Yeah, so um, I believe – I actually don't know. I don't know. I'm not really taking the, the YouTube thing as seriously as I should be, mm-hmm. but 
it gets to a point where uh, I think YouTube had a new policy this year where if you don't have like a thousand subscribers or something like that, they you can't monetize, you can't make any money. Um, okay. And this, I think, yeah, I think this got a lot of people who were like a low fan base. This has got a lot of them riled up in that. But yep. by that time, I had already passed the uh, that level. But yep. the, my biggest yeah. issue was I was taking these beats off YouTube. Uh, so there are like free beats that are like these producers are just making and they're putting out there. It says free, but you can't if you use it, you'll have to mention who the the producer is and you can't make yep. money off it. Yeah. So that was my biggest issue. Like I my whole goal is to simply build a fan base and then I would actually start paying for the beats and then monetizing on YouTube. But the the whole goal is just to release it for free. Um but this was the only thing blew I was like, bro, I gotta make some money off this. This is this is crazy. This is too mm-hmm. crazy. I got people coming into my YouTube left and right. I have to make some cash off this. So uh, I went and purchased the beat, and I talked to the dude directly. Like, hey, can I monetize off YouTube of this? He was like, yeah, you can do that. And I put that monetization button on, and the money started flowing in. It, it's not a lot. Like, I, I I released it at the end, so all of those like hundreds of like, I think a hundred thousand was for free. Hundred thousand views just. I'm not profiting off any of that. So I think I got the last 26,000 or something like that, but um okay. I got like a it's 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 not a lot of money. It's kind of like a $26 or something. I I don't think I would ever be able oh, to like live you? off YouTube by itself. I don't know. <laughs> I can't no. live off YouTube by itself. No, I, I wasn't saying all of that cuz I I'm yeah. pretty sure you got a 9 to 5 which elsewhere yeah. Yeah. um cuz it's it's tough. Yeah, so it's you know, a we we do this podcasting thing, man, for free, uh, yeah. week in and week out. We don't get paid for it, but it's still part of our time, you know. But we, yeah, we still got a got a nine to five elsewhere because we got to pay bills. True. But if 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 we could, you know what I mean? I I would I would show you that video. I would put it all on the table, son, and bounce in a heartbeat <laughs> if I if I get paid off of this. Heck yeah, put it all on the table. Um. I mean, with this, with this blowing up, I mean, is there pressure to make another video? I mean, do you have tons more that you got lined up? Like, what, what's your follow-up plan? There is pressure, man. I was analyzing this video, just trying to figure out why it went viral. This mm-hmm. versus my other videos, like, what, what makes it so special that people want to share this? Um, and I really haven't asked a lot of people about it. I've just been analyzing myself. I've been watching, uh-huh. like, uh, reaction videos on YouTube and people reacting to it. I think uh, I can, like, reduce it down, and you can, like, give me feedback because it definitely needed. Um, mm-hmm. I reduce it down to the fact that it's funny, educational, and I spit bars at the same time that, like, are not cringy. Um, mm-hmm. so, I, so the bar, like, just the fact that it's a, a relatively good song, funny, and you learn something, you it provides some type of value to you. I think that was the fact that people haven't seen that before, like or if they have, I I don't I'm I'm trying to think of a video like that. And people just want to share it. And I I I wanna take that essence, the essence of that video and produce another one like it. And I've been mm-hmm. making for a couple I've just been sitting on it for a couple of months. I've been making songs and these songs are just they're funny. But they just—I yep. don't feel like they had that special spark that the lasagna video had. 
So it's kind of been killing my consistency with it. Well, yeah, here's the thing. thing. That's, yeah. Here's the thing, though. You got three other videos that people can watch. Yeah. Now, my advice to you, um, you can take it or not, but don't let the lasagna video make your next video. Um, I feel like if you make this next video and it's a miss, you got another video to fall back on. If not, you got, sure. you got your archive. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't let that delay you and don't let it, you know, derail you at the same time. So like, yeah, if, if I was you, man, just, you're a funny guy and I, I, I like your videos. Um, and I just say, release it, release whatever you feel like, whether it's a hit or miss, it, it's what you're doing and you're going to give you this. You're going to give views for releasing content. Makes sense. Definitely makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. I have this uh, one song um, I'm working on right now. I just want to test to see if the my, my goal was to release something new, different from what I've done before, and then go back to what I've been doing. Oh, yep. wait, wait, hold on. So it's the, the goal is to, if I want to go viral again, I will produce another cooking tutorial. But I also, every... I don't want to just drop cooking tutorials. I don't want to be known as Chef Wardy's nuts for the rest of my life. I don't want to get no, stuck it could in that be a series. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was planning. So to release something new and then go to mm-hmm. a cooking tutorial. There's mm-hmm. something new, cooking tutorial. And so I find something that hits a viral again. And, I, you know, I can get more information from the people about, you know, what, what could go viral and what doesn't. So, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of like experimenting. I'm staying relevant by doing the cooking tutorial stuff. But I'm also releasing new things and exploring and see how far I can go with that. So it's, but I do I do appreciate what you said. Yeah, I have a lot of songs I'm sitting on. And yeah, I and did. that's the thing. Like yeah. I, I we we hear you sing in your videos. You, you're a singer and a rapper, um, and you're a comedian. So like I I don't and again like I'm saying I don't I don't want you to just think viral twenty four seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Like in this, like at this point, like interviews over, we're just we're talking. But like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but like, like, um, like, uh, don't don't think viral, man. Just just think videos, think content, think these are gonna make people laugh. Not how can I how can I be another viral sensation? Because you're already definitely. viral. You you just gotta get your content out, get your content out, and I'm telling you, like like views will follow, and that's all it is. It's not it's not about how to be viral. It's just how to get people to continue to look at me, I guess. You already got attention. Just keep it. Yeah. Hold it and grab that it, makes bro. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I plan on so, My goal is within the next month to see if I can drop another video. That and, that, and I'm looking forward to it. I definitely am. Definitely. Um, Alex really wants that Popeye's. We got a, we got a really great uh, story hey, with Popeye's. Popeye's over there? Yeah, we got Popeye's. What? What? Hey, 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 hey. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> hey, he has the right to answer or to ask that question because Minneapolis hey. only had one Popeyes in the shadiest areas of the city. My uh, Chicago a person late, I had to baby. get it for me. A person I had get it for me. Literally, she had to probably carry mace or anything, and I felt oh, that I, as the dude, should have traveled twenty five minutes to go get yes. it. But she was right there. Yes, but like that was. But that like, was, I was like, I need my chicken. I'm from Chicago. Yeah. I had a Popeyes yeah. every block. 
So, yeah. you know, now they're everywhere in Minnesota. I just yeah, feel bad KFC. that she almost lost, lost her life like a few times. KFC oh, voted. But he's talking about Chicago and Lake, where it was a, a one and only Popeyes oh, like sure. ever. And um, <laughs> and uh, it was it was franchise owned, not corporate. So they got to do whatever they wanted. They only took cash, no Dang. coupons. Dang. And on the sign they said, "We don't sell Oprah, we sell okra." And that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And Listen. that was Chicago and Lake before KFC was like, "We out the game, son. We about to give you like all of our stores." Um, and, <laughs> and so now there's, oh, a, there's a Popeyes on every block, and um, it's not all that. Kyle and I have had some some interesting Popeyes uh, adventures, but one for sure will always stand out. Um, we we probably can't say. Um, on the show, the hijinks said in Subalicious say uh, the car was packed, um, other things were packed, and uh, shout out to uh, Miss Craighead for, for being a good sport that night. We have a caller. Uh, 480, you're on the air. Oh, he got scared. Okay. Never mind. My bad. They, they, uh, <laughs> do they get scared often? Is that... Is that a normal thing? Uh, sometimes, man, we have like prank callers. Like, uh, uh prank that, callers. How do you handle that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Well, so, Johnny like, there's me, by the way. Johnny V. Whoa. It could have no. been my. It could have been my boy Johnny V. Maybe four eight zero. If that's the area code, call back. We would like to hear from you. Um, yeah. but uh, uh, now I lost my train of thought. Oh, how do we handle prank callers? Um, we don't really. Uh, we, we usually just boot them. <laughs> no, um, so I, like, I'm the wrestling show on Mondays. We we get some some crazy callers. Like they're yeah. legit. Then they'll say the most asinine thing, and I'm like, oh, I get it. It's like the Howard Stern, you know, like Baba Booey, you know, type thing. But yeah, but I yeah. just scratch my head. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah I, like, I ask them if they have any clothes in the closet, and they say what? Like to hang this up. There was a, <laughs> there was um, there was a long run where people would call in late nights. Like if we had a show, because sometimes I did, I do my show at ten o'clock. I do a show tomorrow called Soda Sound Radio, and um, there's people that would call in and they would just say penis, and they would just yell that, and then you just say <laughs> oh, okay, and then you would hang up the phone and. <laughs> And oh, so, man, like, childish. that's just funny to me, man. And that's, so, like, there was what? one time where I was Sorry, like, Kyle, that was that was me. Was, <laughs> there was one guy. <laughs> there was one guy though in particular who like would would make vinegar face noises, like he's having an <laughs> orgasm. And so I'd be like, and, Wait, and then he would hang up the noise. phone. Yeah, like, well, he he would he would he would sound like he was having the an orgasm. Strokes. Yeah. <laughs> So like when you oh, when you when you're having an orgasm, it's it's like you're having a teeth a uh, uh, spoonful of vinegar, like your O face. But <laughs> but um but but um um. Oh man, I gotta start a conversation. I'm like, <laughs> see, and that's and that's exactly how it started. See, and I and I would just he would hang up the phone and he would do it like three times, 
And oh, like on the third annoying. time, I'd be like, "Throw the song radio, how are you coming?" And like, or like, or like, <laughs> I'd be like, "How are we jacking you off tonight?" And like, so, <laughs> and, and so and <laughs> eventually he got like he stopped calling. But I think you know, once once you like, I guess acknowledge what they're doing, then they stop yeah. calling. So definitely, <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that makes sense. But dang, that is that is an interesting one right there. It's it's funny. Um, well, if you if you don't mind, uh, we was getting ready to talk some uh, Black Panther because we got yeah, no problem. A lot of going out. If you want to be the guest and rock with us for the rest of the like fifty five yeah. minutes, let's do it. Let's do All it. right, we're gonna go ahead and cut to commercial break. Um, Brandon, if you want to give me a number between one and three, uh, two. Uh, uh besides two, one <laughs> or three? Between one and three. Uh, three Three, alright <laughs> Away <laughs> we go Missing out on an awesome show sucks SeatGeek is an app that lets you track your favorite artists And notifies you when they announce new shows nearby You can even connect your favorite music services So that you never miss out again SeatGeek the smart way to buy tickets. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yes! We got you covered. Yes! From WWE, yes! New Japan, yes! Ring of Honor, yes! Impact, Lucha yes! Underground, yes! All Japan, and yes! more. We're talking yes! the highs and lows in pro yes! wrestling. Heck, yes! we're even giving you people yes! from the Okadas and Omega. We're even yes! talking the Bone Soldiers yes! and Enzo Amoris. No! Sorry, Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Okay, I'm going to get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susie. Ryan is going to love this hat. Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop. Calling all fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil, and I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net. The one and only Standing Eight Count Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Eight Count Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media.
Welcome back to the Pop Culturist. Um, no, we're, we're still playing. Yeah. This soundtrack, by the way, amazing. I I agree. I agree. Um, I, agree. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I said it for you. Uh, but oh, welcome back you. to the Pop Culturist. Of course, we have the always wonderful uh, Kyle Adams here. But we also have... Um, the ultra-talented Brandon Scott along mm-hmm. with us. Thank you for staying, sir. Um, no problem. Which, no problem. by the way, that Beat of the Week uh, track, I, I love. I Probably oh, over, over the you. last week, I've watched like 90,000 times because it's so great. <laughs> like, you, like, that video is what I've always envisioned since I was like 14. Like, whenever I hear music, hear music I always do literal videos in my head. Yeah. Like, like and, and and that was just perfect. Like like and for an example, as lame as this might sound, um, as was America in the early two thousands, Limp Biscuit fans. Well, they had that song with like Method Man, Red Man, you know, that DMX, whatever. Mm-hmm. I believe it was the Rolling Remix. And I remember yeah. I would take the L in Chicago and, and listen to that album. And I remember I, I like literally envisioned a, a literal video to that. And I was like, wow, I could probably film this for about $2.8 million with every <laughs> word that they said. And I was like, that would be so dope. Like I wrote a treatment. I did all that. I was like, do I send this via snail, snail mail to Fred Durst? But who knows? Maybe, maybe he'll still want to make it. I, I'm not sure. Uh, DMX, uh, Earl Simmons needs needs a little something to do. But gentlemen, Black Panther again, demolishing <laughs> the box office, but also expectations, um, which very, very exciting. I, I'll start off by saying this five to 10 minutes into the movie. Uh, my, my eyes were welling up because I was just like, I was, I was happy. I was proud. And I was like, damn, it's about time where African-Americans are, are portrayed in a non, you know, quote unquote negative light. Like mm-hmm. it's it's all just positivity. It it doesn't even, you know, it it starts off even with the flashback scene as as we know uh, Killmonger as as a child there. But it's just so dope how, you know, Wakanda was there. Uh Chadwick Boseman, you know, kind of coming back uh, you know, from uh, after the events of Civil War and then just the actors and actresses that they show like w- within the, the 10 minutes there, it's just, it's black excellence, you know, at, at its finest. Um, and, and it was just a, a damn, uh, a treat to watch. Um, but I want to give a shout out to, to, to two people for sure. Uh, Michael B. Jordan killing it ever since his days on the wire. He caught my mm. attention really from Chronicle I remember leaving that theater thinking, who is this guy? And he's going to be a star. Uh, the same thing, I think, with Letitia Wright, who uh, who portrayed oh, yes. uh, um, the the sister. Uh, but but she, if, if she's not winning an Oscar like uh, Lupita Nyong'o did for 12 Years a Slave within, I don't know, two to three years, that'll be a damn travesty. The, the the world is hers. To me, this was not only a breakout, but she she just stole the whole damn movie. She's pretty much like the cue to uh, to her brother there, you know, if you will. She had all the gadgets. It portrayed her 
a young African American, you know, as the the sci the scientific, the gadgety, you know, if you will. But but really, that's that's kind of showing how America is now. It's just unfortunately they're not given opportunities sometimes, or even you know, a spotlight to to show their skills. But I, I just wanted to to again, Letitia Wright, just she slayed, if you will, uh, her role. Yeah, Letitia hmm. is wifey. That is wifey material for me. I don't care what anybody says. I'm getting famous just so I can find her. That's it. Well, I mean, you can go ahead and uh, I guess, you, well, yeah, you already done did it, broadcasted your love for her. Uh, hopefully she's listening. And yeah. uh, she'll look you up on YouTube. We coming for you. Oh, she's going to be in Ready Player One, too, the uh, Steven Spielberg Ernest Klein adaptation. So I've been on the fence on that movie, but damn, I'm seeing this now just because of her. Yeah, I'm seeing it too. Now that you now that you told me, I'm be the first one in the movie theaters for real. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, she. I mean, the the banter. I even liked how you know she she sees her brother and and she's just like a younger sister. Hello, my yeah. king, and you know they just go back to. <laughs> To be in, you know, siblings, they, they have their own little uh, language there. But um, King uh, Chitala, I, I always mess up the name. Yeah, and I, I just don't want to call it Black Panther. But um, <laughs> I thought Chadwick Boseman again. Uh, I, I I've been a fan of him since he was James Brown and Jackie Robinson, um, two iconic play uh, people he's played. Uh, but but I thought he 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 played this well or this role so well. It reminded me of a passing of the torch, if in in reality, which it is, because this is like the new phase. This is the Iron Man for this new wave of Marvel movies. I would definitely even put it up there as as again the the urban Iron Man, if you will, uh, but with a way better quote unquote villain even though I think mm. Killmonger is definitely, definitely uh, misunderstood. And he has a point to, you know, the anarchy and the carnage that he wants to, you know, kind of display. But again, Michael B. Jordan kind of going that Joker uh, Dark Knight route, which I, I thoroughly, thoroughly loved. What were your thoughts, Kyle? Um, I thought it was good. Um, I, I'm kind of like... I don't know. I don't know. I I appreciated uh, Michael B. Jordan's character because it was a break from the uh, African accents. Um, However, (laughs) dude dude, uh, that in Get Out, uh, Daniel, I can't say his last name. Um, Yeah, he I like his his accent is really good. Um, And shout to him. British in real life. Yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying, like his his accents is really good. Like, like his uh, I was I was paying uh, special attention to him to like see how well he would do, and he actually did pretty good. Um, and uh, the one who disappointed me the most was Forrest Whitaker. Accent wise or character wise? Yeah, accent wise, accent wise, it it disappointed me. Character wise, it was great, but I I really thought he could do better. With his African accent, but it was it was missed for me. Um, it however, was his last king of uh, Scotland accent, though it was pretty much yeah, his. Uh, I, mean, I still I still didn't <laughs> like it. Um, 
However, Alex, I'm I'm surprised you didn't mention this, but we all got our taste of storm, um, in Angela Bassett. Yeah. And um, I smiled from ear to ear and was like, thank you to the Lord above for just letting us know what it's like to see Storm, the real Storm in action. And we got it. And um, I really hope that she wins a a piece of metal soon, like soon, because she did it all. And for her to not win anything like is, is crazy from what I read. She was nominated though for what's love got to do with it. That sucks, which, man. At that like, time, which you at get that time was out. huge. You got to get we went over out to get a, a nomination. Unfortunately, damn. But she is one of our 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 best actresses for sure. Of I would say the last thirty years. Whenever I see her name pop up, I I get ex- you know. That sounded almost terrible. I, I'm I'm relieved that I know that there's going to be an uh, an actress here that that uh, won't disappoint for sure. Mm. Just like Lupita Nyong'o and uh, Danny Guerrero. Uh, God, I feel so terrible. Uh, Michonne again from Walking Dead, pretty much playing <laughs> yeah, Michonne without the dreads, without. but more badass, you know, in a yeah. way too. But again, I yeah. love how how loyalties are tested. How respect is tested. Like a lot of this was a a social commentary movie in urban areas. Like, do you want to achieve and try to go this way, or do you want to be held down to what is supposed to happen to you? You know, how are you going to break out, if you will? Um, and especially, you know, again, this, this whole movie where where Michonne and uh, Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. You know, they're they're a couple, but that is kind of, you know, their relationship is tested, if you will, in in, in a certain part of the movie where, again, it just shows, you know, what kind of person that you are when, when, you know, kind of shit hits, you know, hits the fan, if you will. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought Andy Serkis as Claw, you know, you know, I I would say the true baddie henchman, if you will. Uh, I thought he was good. Um, He was fun. It was good to not see a uh, him in a uh, motion capture suit, but uh, I thought he was hamming it. He was having a good time. Um, I thought he was, a, a again, a good villain for that first hour. Um, mm. And Martin Freeman, uh, kind of coming back from the uh, the Civil War uh, movie there, uh, I, I thought was fun. I didn't expect his role to be expanded as much as it was, but for the original Jim Halpert, uh, I was all for it. I, I Again, this cast knocks it out of the park. Um, yeah, I mean, Brandon, what what were some things? Of course, you know, there, there's a few swerves in here, which we probably don't want to give away just in case. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I liked, I, which which I liked, um, <laughs> but uh, it was it was again very uh very civil war if you will with with that swerve and turn of events um but i thought it worked but but brandon what what were kind of scenes um that kind of caught your your attention you were just like wow or what what scenes you know kind of made you think wow marvel is taking it to that next level well i i would say that uh michael b jordan his uh his character eric killmonger i i, I really could relate. I can understand how he 
came to be who he was. Like all the other <laughs> Marvel villains, I, I just see them as just like a, a stock character evil. You know, it's, they come in, they create havoc, and it's up to the Avengers or some other hero to try to save the day. But but with Eric, I really I, I could see where he came from, almost to the point where I wasn't mad at him. I wasn't mad at him for what he was doing. And I think that was the first uh, for me. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with what everything he wanted to do, but I could like really understand his past and where he was trying to go. And it was at a point where I was like, man, I wouldn't be mad if Eric beat, you know, I still, how do you say his name? Black Panther. Uh, I don't know. How to, T'Challa? How do you say that? How do you say his name? T'Challa? T'Challa. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get mad if he beat him, but that, yeah, that's the, that's the, the, the primary thing. But I also laughed at like the funny puns that, uh, Sherry, Black Panther's sister, made especially with the one of those <laughs> reference when she was pointing at uh, his sandals. I, <laughs> I I cracked up at that one. What I know it's Cordy with it. What are those? I thought that yeah, was I enjoyed funny. her performance the most. Um, true. I I wanted to bring it up obviously because it's it's something that's been bothering me. Um, um, the whole leading up to it, where they're saying that they should. Well, there's two things. One, um, the whole don't see it because it talks about the Black Panther group, which I thought was silly. Um, <laughs> Stupidity is what I call. And that. also, they they also mentioned uh, uh, why does it have to be Black Panther? Why couldn't it be just Panther? Um, so my, what are your guys' thoughts on those? We'll start with uh, uh, you, Alex, and then we'll go with you, Brandon. Uh, when I hear comments like that, I'm, 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 I, I don't want to be as harsh as I, I am in, in real life because when, when people say stupid shit like that, I get very angry and I get very vindictive. Um, mm-hmm. But I would just say walk off a cliff because you're, you're ignorant, you're stupid, um, and just walk off a cliff. Like if you True. really think like all of this movie is for that, no, it's just Shane, hey – Hey guys, you know all that shit you think about us that we're, you know, on food stamps, that we're in gangs, you know, that we, you know, deal drugs, load our money, all that negative negative bullshit. That's not what it is. That that's just yeah. a minuscule. It's the one percent, yep. unfortunately. Shit happens. The struggle is real due to the fact of, you know, the higher ups oppressing and not giving fair options for people to succeed. Of course. So people that say those comments are the ones withholding, uh, you know, people to grow, to have opportunities. And again, just go walk off a cliff. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with Alex on that. Uh, I, I like how they, you know, it, it depends on, on how you see it, but I really like how they really transformed this movie into like a pot, like it was so positive and especially the ending, you know, how they definitely ended off on that. Um, I was thinking like just, I, I was looking at who created Black Panther and mm-hmm. I saw that it was Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. I was like, Hmm. Yep. It was two white guys. I mean, like mm-hmm. it, it, I'm just trying to understand well, not more trying to understand, but I, I really do like how, you know, people can say what they want, but this movie was positive in the way that 
the way it was curved, it, I, I didn't even associate the word Black Panther with, like, black skin color. That's just the way I looked at it. It's like you symbolize this character as this strong, you know, this strong feline Black Panther, and I, I've not even seen color on that one. So Yeah, of course. Um, it's also, I don't know if it's confirmed, but they're saying that uh, X-Men is based off of civil rights um, um, I guess moments, and they're saying that uh, Professor Xavier is supposed to be like Martin Luther King, and Magneto is supposed to be like Malcolm X, and um, they both have the same vision, but they go about it the different way, and it's pretty much. Oh yeah, I do see they that. Want the, they want the blacks, which is the mutants, and the whites, which is like normals, to like live as one. Um, and that's also created by Stanley, you know, so, which I think is kind of cool. I, I don't know if it's actually confirmed, but that's what it's supposed to be. That's, and they did deal with a lot of those themes too, with, with racism, mm-hmm. prejudices kind of going around. I mean, Stan Lee's a very, and has always been a very progressive person. He's always been, you know, for basic human rights as we all yeah. should be. So he's always had, you know, social commentary, from from the beginning, you know, until you know he he stopped uh, doing there, but it's still an imprint with Marvel, you know, especially over the last ten years, where they have switched up different superheroes by making them, you know, uh, having different backgrounds and races, which I think and genders, mm-hmm. which you know, yeah. is, again, I, I would say is a credit to the founder, uh, Excelsior himself, Mister Stanley. Yeah, the uh, I guess what would you call it, second generation or third? Um, um more african american superheroes um well i guess identities under the superheroes like uh iron man or iron woman um and of course spider-man they're both black now um i think captain america's black now um so that's interesting well yeah falcon is he captain america now or he was captain yeah before right he, yeah cuz uh captain america from what I know, um, uh, was actually a um, Hydra agent, um, but he yeah, was triggered. <laughs> oh, and, and then so, people hated that. Good guy. And so, and so, um, uh, Falcon um, ended up becoming uh, um, Captain America. And then there's um, Miles Morales, which they're making an animated film for, which I think Donald Glover's behind it. Um, which is the uh, black Spider-Man, and then there's a female who just took over for Iron Man. Yes, Morales is very black, Kyle. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> not Morales. Dang it. I, I, what is his name? Mr. See, Cubano a, himself. Didn't we go over this? I swear. I swear. Whatever. Forget you. I'm going to say it's probably more Puerto Rican than anything. <laughs> Yeah, Miles Morales. Uh, I don't know his uh, background here. Hang on. Anyway, <laughs> he, he's black. Like, whatever. Just because I saw was... Donald Glover play his uncle in the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> no, like, honest, look him up. <laughs> Since uh, 2011. And, uh, anyway, wait, he's um, been black since 
Fallout number four. August 2011. Man, they so. ain't got no race. I don't know. Gloria and Rio Morales as his grandparents. Uh, again, I, I rest my case. Okay. Well, you win this one, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> looks like a veil. looks like Cyborg. Cyborg is black. Oh, yuck. I don't, oh, I don't want to talk about Cyborg. <laughs> you mean to tell me that? I don't, man, I'm going to send you a picture. You mean to tell me this is Mexican or Hispanic? I'm not saying Mexican. This Again, is, you're, you're, yeah, man, you're when I saw him, I definitely human. thought he was black. This is a Negro. <laughs> this is 100% Negro. That is. <laughs> he also, even got that, 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 he's hanging around a lot of black people. That's, that's he's on the he got it. He's on Disney. I didn't even know that. I don't have cable. Yeah, that show's been on like forever, <laughs> like two years forever. Well, which the movie comes out this uh, this December. Uh, also, what did you think of the other tribe there? Uh, Mbaku. Oh. It's kind of like the other main guy. Uh, shout out to Winston Duke. Uh, I, I like the uh, the arc of his character for sure. Uh, but again, just standout after standout, I, I would say from this cast. But uh, Brandon, what did you think of that that other tribe? Especially again, the arc even for that group. I give him uh, mad respect. Uh, what I don't know his name, but like the, the pretty much the leader of this other tribe. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I could spoil this, but he definitely did something that was, even though he was, how much can I say on this one? Ooh, because I, I want to. I say teeter <laughs> the line. <laughs> he said no. I Ambiguous. thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> He did something that I really respect, that he was very – his decision was very important towards making sure that the plot could continue and that the good guys, you know, could come out strong at the end. And I respect yeah. that he was able to do that because, you know, he took an L, and he could have just said, you know what, no, I'm not going to help out. And he, but he did, and I, I really respect that part. I also like the comic relief when everybody was in his palace – just talking about something else. Just like, God, all right, I don't care. Get up out of my place. Get up out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was funny. Um, yeah, I love scenes when they have, like, deep tension and then they just break it with comic relief. I, I, I really do appreciate that. But I respect the guy. I respect him. Uh, they also – oh, I wanted to ask also on, on the other side of the coin um, how they said that uh, you people can show up for Black Panther, but they can't show up for what was the Birth of a Nation. <laughs> yeah, so, Wait, uh, which I think birth of a nation? They had like now. two pictures. The newest one, the yeah, I don't, I forget the guy's name, but the newest one that came out, and like oh, they were saying, like nobody, up? yeah, and nobody showed up. Um, it it but, garnered the biggest buy at. Uh, God, what was it at Sundance? I want to say, um, it, it, like uh, the studio bought it for like seventeen and a half million dollars, which again was like the biggest sale 
of all time. It, it, it got a standing ovation. The critics loved it. They're saying, hey, this could be a front runner for Best Picture. And then that story of the allegations came out and Wang. nothing. Yep. But yeah, people go see Justice League. I think that is one of the biggest reaches out there, to be honest. Like, <laughs> like one is about a fictional, like, an actual character, and one's, one's out of a comic book. Are you really going to compare the two? I think that's a reach. What? Like, <laughs> I, no, I, well, I was just perfect. saying, because of the allegations, because the actors like, both... I'm just saying, if somebody made a like a, a movie about Obama, and then mm-hmm. oh, it's coming. <laughs> Black Panther. I mean, they oh. technically did. They have oh, one yeah. about him and Michelle's first date. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, I still haven't seen that one yet. I, I don't know if I. So I'm not interested in that. There's Michelle's a whole documentary about a first date. Mm-hmm. Michelle, it's not a documentary. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm just thinking about the plot. Like they go out on a date. I, I don't know. I, what? Maybe I'm attracted to more action than that. What? Does the place get shot up? <laughs> the place get shot. Well, He's in Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> oh, ouch! <laughs> oh man, Alex is from. Get me in a towel. Oh, Mich- Michelle, we're gonna go. And, we're gonna have to get out of here. <laughs> have you ever been to Chicago? You're in Maryland. Yeah, I'm in Maryland. No, I haven't been to Chicago. Uh, I don't know if I want to visit Chi Town at this moment. Oh, I mean, if you stay like uh, in the suburbs of the South Side, you're fine. West Side, you're fine. What side? You are fine, sir. Huh? What side? You are not fine. A little bit, like... So you would have told me the wrong direction. Like, what's I'm sorry? sorry. Just shut up. <laughs> that would have been it. The that north is great. The north is, if you're north of Chicago, you're you're living, you're winning life. Yeah, that's that's a hipster area. Um, east side, don't go there. Hmm. Don't go anywhere near there. I was in Stony Island, and I feared for my life. Ooh. So. Moo and oink, man. Moo and motherfucking oink. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> Best damn grocery store with the most hood video production you could ever see, and it's I I still watch the commercial when I get homesick uh, at least once a month. Oh man, <laughs> they got some good food out there. They do. Um, <laughs> got that got so, that hooks. Ooh, we got a hooks out here too in Minnesota. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, hooks. Like what is that? It's a fish and chicken joint. Oh. Have to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we it's don't... worth getting shot though, so No, it, it, it it's um I, I live I live by like what is known as the state fair. Like we have like a centralized spot where the fair just comes to and mm. we don't we don't move it, we just leave it and then eventually people just pack up their stuff inside of it. <laughs> um and so uh, that's that's an okay area, and um, there's a hooks out there. There's a wing stop, right. too. 
Yeah, Wingstop. I figured out about Wingstop what? from North Carolina. Yeah, I don't know what that was instead of one over there. Really? Is Rick that, so did like Rick Ross start that company? No, he, he just, just a he shareholder. Just, yeah, he just he was like, these chicken wings is good. Oh, and then bought like 80 of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then, that lemon and then, pepper? Yeah, and then they was like, whoa, dude, you own like 79 more than us, so... Uh, you want to be the face of our company? And he was like, just give me more lemon pepper. <laughs> and then it just just went from there. <laughs> oh, That's Ooh. the story of Wingstop. Ricky Rose. <laughs> I'm mad that they don't serve, like, wet, though. Like, that's that's I guess that's just the thing, like, south. But when you get chicken wings wet, that's just heavy sauce. But they don't do that. Um, I, yeah, ever since Atlanta, I've been wanting to get lemon pepper wet wings, and I can't. I can't seem to find them anywhere in Minnesota. Well, you're Sorry. a cook, so you should probably uh, create them. True, and I'll make a until I'm out your window off it. <laughs> wet, wet, wet lemon pepper, pepper. Um, we'll put it. <laughs> Me and you will collab. We'll make a cookbook recipe or a <laughs> recipe cookbook. It'll be cookbook. Uh, sponsored by Strong Style Media, and then you'll make all the music videos to it. And y'all make all the money. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll brainstorm. We'll come up with a with a a, a dope man. It's gonna have dope. everything in there. Oh, it's gonna have like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's gonna have everything in there. It's gonna be like um, bigger than like six Harry Potter books. Yeah, that uh, that that album's gonna be longer than Amigos uh, Culture too. That is gonna be out there. <laughs> Are you a fan of Migos? I I didn't. I would say I started paying attention to them when when Drake brought them up. Uh, what was it, Versace, Versace, Versace? I I usually just cut it off when after Drake's verse. But then you know they released Bad and Bougie, and then Culture One, and I really liked it. Like I actually understood what they were saying. And mm-hmm. I, I was vibing with it, but then they drive culture too, and uh, I don't know. It's a chore to listen to the whole thing. I agree, but I, I, I think some of their style bleeded off in that lasagna video because uh, it's a lot of comments of people just saying, "Yo, Migos, this is before stir fry," or <laughs> something like that. You know, that's true. That's like I can see. You know, my ad libs is just that's the Migos. Like, uh, I'm gonna teach you how to make lasagna. I'm gonna teach you how to make lasagna. You, you, that part right there, I got it from Offset. Not offset. Uh, okay. Take off because they took them off the bad boost. Yeah. So that's that's that. Um, Alex, Definitely what? Influence. Are they are they done making Black Panthers? Because um, they said that we <laughs> won't see him until um, two months from now. Yeah. Oh, jam. So we see him in two months, and then we'll True. probably see him when Black Panther two comes out and like. 2021 they they gotta they gotta fast track this obviously depending on on people's schedules but i hope everybody on the cast the crew uh gets a significant uh pay uh upgrade there because i i would say all involved definitely deserve it um a, a vision uh that a lot of people didn't think would would be successful which again i ask myself why but i also get black panther is not a very you know 
uh, popular superhero, you know, uh, when you think of the forefront of, you know, superheroes, mutants, what have you, you know, Black Panthers, you know, maybe on, you know, 20 or or more, you know, when people think of heroes. So um, it's not as big as the, the, the more mainstream, but, but I think now um, a lot of people will look into, into the books and, and I think spurn younger generation audience, which I think is, is fantastic. Gentlemen, what do we all give uh, Black Panther here out of uh, what should be the rating uh, B Kyle? I don't want to say Spears because you're uh. in I of, I, I even forget what that damn metal is called. Uh, <laughs> out of uh, five Panther claw marks. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> to the chest. Um, I don't. <laughs> out of, how many Panther claws? Out of five Panther claws. Out of five vibraniums, um, I will give Ooh, it. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Okay. Okay. Um, I. You know, I give it three and three quarters. Because I thought it was good. Um. There was really not no. I mean, there, there really wasn't any major flaws. Um, but at the end of the day, I guess I just saw better, and so I, I guess I judged mm-hmm. it off of. Um, well, one, everybody hyped it up way too much. Even I overhyped yeah. it. Um, and and two, um, I I put it on a pedestal compared to like all the other movies because um, the the MCU goes way back. Um, and so, um, yeah, I, I gave it three and three quarters. Yeah, I give it a, I give it a three and a half. Like, yeah, to shave off the, the fingertip, to shave off the, the claw a little bit on that one, that last claw. Yeah, I, I, I should say for the same reasons that Kyle said it. Like, I, I didn't. I do like how they ended it. I do like how it was all put together, but I, I didn't really feel. I feel like they hyped it up more than what the actual movie delivered, but still a good movie. Mm. Then again, I did yeah. go to watch the movie at like ten uh, forty at night, and I was quite <laughs> tired. <laughs> no, and, I uh, was right next to me was snoring. I was like, "Oh, it's snoring during this movie." <laughs> and it was an Asian guys like, "Oh, you don't respect the coach. Oh. You don't respect the coach." No. <laughs> oh. no, he's listening to this right now, and I'm just joking with. Him. <laughs> Or Wakanda. Uh, for Wakanda. I, I would Wake up for Wakanda. For for a villain that actually you had no idea where it was going to go. It wasn't like you guys pointed out, you know, the Marvel norm. Um, it it could have went either way. Uh, the reason why I don't give it a, a higher even score than that is just due to the fact that I kind of wanted a little bit more. Um, expansion with that because hell if Loki is in four to five movies that's all I'll say um, yeah. but but again I thought it was a fantastic cast um, the swerves worked even though we have seen them before um, but uh, the the turn of events that that some of these characters go on 
uh, is makes for a pretty interesting, like, oh, uh, aspect. Um, can't wait to see how Wakanda plays in, in a course, uh, Avengers here, Infinity War. Um, but I'm happy that we don't have to wait another few years just to see these characters again. Because, hell, I'll take more Lupita Nyong'o, I'll take more Michonne, um, and I will definitely take more of uh, the the wonderful, wonderful character of his sister. Sorry, my, my notes yeah. went away. Letitia but, um, Wright. Letitia, thank you, thank you, thank you. That is. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So I think we're going to take a break. I think when we get back, if you want to stay on the line, Brandon, um, and maybe while we're on break, maybe chalk up a quick list. We're going to give our top 10 Marvel movies in the MCU. Don't go away. Hell, even make up your own list. Whoa. My bad. Most people would consider this illegal. What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate, baby, you get strong style media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. You like movies? The pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip-hop, so the sound radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Tune, and that more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters. Ship packages. All the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Style Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint's Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out the Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, Search Bar, Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. What are we looking at here? Lists all over the safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, list. Two can play at this game. What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No. What if you actually wanted boba? It's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe words, Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs>
shout out to Jeff Jarrett for getting in the uh, WWE Hall of Fame. Welcome back to WrestleCast Did Radio. Really? Apparently, it's a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Did he really get into the what? Hall of Fame? He got into the Hall of Fame. The guy's been fired and hired like five times, dude. Two? Started a company and then is back. Got on rehab and now is being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, a uh, wrestler, promoter, uh, company killer, uh, can swing a mean, uh, mean guitar through someone's head. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's been around for, for quite, quite some time. But uh, Vince used to work with his dad a lot, you know, uh, back in the 80s and early 90s. So oh, okay. I'm sure okay. it's for that respect thing there. But, hey, Double J definitely definitely deserves it. He, he Looking back at that character and the different variations, not lo- only in the WWF, but also WCW, where he was a multiple-time champion. Um, it's just TNA, good God. Um, but again, welcome back to the Pop Culturist, as we just discussed Black Panther here, uh, the biggest movie in America. Uh, I would say a highly recommend, um, just do not see it in a very, very uh, dominantly white theater, because they will not get half of the jokes or what the hell is going on. Uh, but but again, that, that kind of amped the experience for me a little more, bit more, because I would do the annoying loud laugh, just to be like, come on, guys. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Laugh, enjoy, know your shit. Uh, but in celebration of uh, the release of Black Panther, of course, always comes a list. I believe this is Marvel's 18th movie they've released, uh, beginning, of course, with the wonderful uh, Robert Downey Jr.-led, John Favreau-directed, 2008, yes, 10 years of movies, uh, Iron Man, um, you know, kind of kicking things off, which surprised a lot of people, especially with the fact that Robert Downey Jr. Um, essentially was not hireable. Hmm. Well, that's tight, that music. Um, so people did not want to work <laughs> with him. John Favreau wanted to give him a chance. And uh, obviously it paid off because 10 years later, uh, Marvel is still going strong. Um, Kyle, we will start with you, sir, uh, with your top 10 Marvel movies. Be interesting to see if you included Black Panther, but, uh, I guess we will, uh, take a listen. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, coming at number 10, um, was, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. I thought that was a really good one. Um... Coming at number nine, I really like Doctor Strange. Thought that was pretty good. Um, at number eight, Thor Ragnarok. Um, at number seven, I gave it to Iron Man, even though I saw that movie like a crap ton of times <laughs> um, in theaters. I, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I just thought you know number seven's fine. Um, six. Um, I couldn't know. Or I couldn't tell if this was the uh, Edward Norton Hulk, but I kind of liked that one, so I, <laughs> I put it at number six. Um, uh, number five, I um did the uh, uh, Ant Man actually. Um, 
I almost put Avengers. Um, I did Ant Man, and uh, number four, um, I went with um, um, Iron Man two. Um, I <laughs> don't know why. Why was there a question? Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> no idea why. Um. I, yeah, that was weird. Uh, number three, I went with. Um, I was Blade part of it because I looked it up no. and, and Blade was like. I mean, it's Marvel, it. but it's not part of the the MCU. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll throw that <laughs> one out. But because <laughs> X two would be number one forever. So. I see. Um, damn. Well, I'll throw number two out. But number one actually went to Guardians of the Galaxy number two, volume two. Um, just for the uh, introduction alone, I thought was yeah, uh, pretty that good. Was awesome. <laughs> and that was like my all-time favorite. Um, but also for the simple fact that I'm a music fan, um, and for them to combine music, um, and have a good soundtrack like uh, Black Panther, um, definitely uh, gets my number one spot. Nice, nice. Um, I will start off with a surprise. Uh. And I, I kind of went into Ant-Man um, a little angry. I'm a huge Paul Rudd fan. Uh, but, of course, with the fallout from uh, from the wonderful director that is... Why can't I think of his name? But, um, but the humor of it worked out so well. Uh, Edgar Wright, sorry, uh, who originally wrote and directed the adaptation, which nothing excited me more, you know, being a fan of... Uh, of Shaun of the Dead and, and of course, Hot Fuzz, uh, last year's Baby Driver, which I thought was a fantastic, fantastic, speaking of music, a wonderful usage of music and action. Um, but uh, Peyton Reed kind of took the reins, and, uh, yes, they did work a little off of Edgar Wright's script, and you could definitely tell which jokes were uh, were his, albeit minimal, uh, but still a, a fun romp. Uh, and again, Paul Rudd is uh, working at Paul Rudd Magic. And I thought it went really well with the sequel coming out this summer. Can't wait to see with the addition of Evangeline Lilly. But of course, Michael Douglas rocked it as the original Hank. Uh, not a Hank. Yeah, Hank Pym. Uh, coming out at number nine, Doctor Strange. Um, again, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, bringing mm. Stephen Strange to life. Um, and uh, I couldn't think of a, another actor uh, that could uh, mix humor uh, with Sherlock with a superhero. Yes, it was very inceptiony at times, but I thought that worked with the paradigm of the film. And Silva Swinton is is just awesome. Uh, but Doctor Strange, uh, check it out on out on Netflix while you can before it moves to the uh, Disney Premium service coming out next year. But uh, a a very very uh, fun movie. Uh, number eight for me, the Avengers. Uh, yes, it's not a very good movie, but the, the different, uh, elements of humor, but let's be real guys. That last 25 minutes of the film, uh, I remember watching it on the IMAX thinking, wow, my, my childhood is coming true. It's a comic book come to life. Um, and to me, you know, when, whenever I'm just, you know, relaxing or whatnot, I will throw it on, you know, and just be like, wow, this scene is awesome. And my fanboy comes out, uh, coming in at number six, uh, uh, coming in at number seven, sorry. Uh, guardians of the galaxy two, 
again, a great mixture of music, fine continuation of it, um, as I like to call it, Daddy Problems in Space. Um, <laughs> but Yandu uh, definitely is Mary Poppins, y'all, and, and a great romp with, uh, with the Guardians. Can't wait to see uh, Infinity War here. It's going to be a treat. Coming in at number uh, six, Captain America Civil War. Um, albeit not uh, true to the original source material, I thought it worked with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, great to see Cap and, and, and Iron Man going at it. And again, showing Spider-Man um, and young Tom Holland, I think, finally getting it right as Peter Parker, um, which... You know, he definitely showed him my number five, which is Spider-Man Homecoming, Michael Keaton. Uh, of course, he's my Batman, Kristen Bale, hashtag not my Batman. Uh, was <laughs> wonderful as the vulture there. Uh, a, a great villain, but again, the swerve in that movie, I can usually see those a mile away. But the movie kept me so entertained, uh, my brain shut off. And, and when, you know, the uh, big reveal, if you will, comes about, I was just like, wait, what? And uh, again, Tom Holland, I think, uh, finally kills it. A, he looks like a high schooler. And B, he's a smart ass like a high schooler. So um, <laughs> I thought they, they did a hell of a job um, on every facet. Uh, can't wait to see more of that. Number four. Uh, it, it's kind of a tie, uh, mm-hmm. just cause I'm going to do that. Uh, but black Panther, a, a great introduction to that character for, for the world to see. Um, and especially will be expanded here in May with, uh, infinity war. Uh, but I think it opened a lot for this character. So I think it's going to get a lot more, uh, fan base, which I, I can't wait to see. And again, the cast alone is wonderful. Uh, but number four as well goes back to 2017. I still say it's the best comic book movie of that year. Thor Ragnarok. Uh, it, it was a buddy cop movie that I didn't know uh, I needed, especially with the Hulk in it uh, as the straight man, if you will. Uh, but uh, Taika Waititi just did a wonderful bang up job with the writing, the comedic tone, as well as the action. And again, Finally, we saw the God of Thunder uh, in a comic book movie and not a Shakespearean play. Uh, Coming in number three, which was always my number one, uh, but I got to give respect to my number two. But again, number three, the movie that that changed my mind on on what a comic book movie should be, Guardians of the Galaxy, was still uh, number one in my heart. uh, But but as movies go, it, it, it does have its flaws. Uh, but the, again, the comedic tone, the 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 use of scope, the color, uh, James Gunn, uh, just he's he's a master, he's a savant, and and the way he got these actors to you know have people care for them, especially when they're not well known, just shows uh, credit to his direction there. Number two, gotta pay uh, love to the original. Yes, it starts the shitty Marvel villainy. Uh, but Iron Man still is, is, is such a good film. Yes. It's awkward to watch it. And Terrence Howard is in it. Um, but, uh, Robert Downey Jr. He, he was always my number one, uh, as a kid to kind of play that Iron Man, that Tony Stark, uh, the one who struggles inside. Um, and then, uh, as fate had it utilizes his smarts and his billions, uh, to kind of, you know, save the world and, and started initiative, if you will, 
which again, it kind of kicked off the Avengers platform. But number one for me, Captain America, Winter Soldier, uh, the tale of Bucky Barnes uh, was was just amazing. It was like watching an, uh, a spy thriller from the 60s and 70s. It's it's definitely uh, not your, your your granddaddy's comic book movie or your older brother's, if you will. Uh, this was a smart film. It, it had the mix of action, um, and uh, it just made me love uh, Chris Evans as, as Cap even more and more. Uh, fantastic film. Definitely recommend that shit. Preach. Your top ten was better than mine. I, I wrote Iron Man twice on there. That's why I put two. Iron Man 2 is garbage. I don't know it why. Is. I just hate it. <laughs> it pissed me off. And I, I missed Civil War. How did I not put that in my top ten? Oh. Iron so Man guys- twice? God. What was your question? What do you guys think about Deadpool? We don't count that one, but uh, it is a good film. Because <laughs> it doesn't tie in with everything, so we don't count it. Oh, but okay, it is, okay, okay. It is, a, uh, it is a really good film, one of our favorites, for sure. Yeah, it is definitely one of mine. Look and Logan? Number two. I'm excited Not for Cable. Because Cable is one of my favorite Marvel vs. Capcom characters. So uh, he draws a uh, special place in my heart, and so it's, I'm excited to see him. Even though um, he's Thanos, Thanos, the guy, yeah, um, Brolin, yeah, he's Cable and Thanos. Oh yeah, so he is. <laughs> I, I really hope they make jokes galore. In please, too. please do. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I didn't know that. But of course they're going to. I mean, they, they tore Hugh Jackman apart. Yeah. Logan was good. Um, I, doesn't he really, like, die that way, though, like in the comics? Maybe. I'm not sure. I thought he did. I don't consider Logan a... a it, I mean, obviously, it's a comic book movie from the source material, but to me, it's more of a, like... Re, it, like a self uh, 